Download the app, Bet Big, Win Bigger. And I got to tell you, I really like the sound of that. And with WinBet, it's just that easy. WinBet has what you need to win. So if you're from Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, or right here in Virginia, sign up today to receive this special offer. New users can take advantage of WinBet's bet $25, get $50 in free bets. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com. Download the app, bet big, and win bigger. Let's get after it. Terms and conditions apply. Must be 21 or older and present in a state where WinBet is available. Gambling problem? In Arizona, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. In Colorado, Indiana, New Jersey, and Virginia, call 1-800-GAMBLER. And in Michigan, 1-800-270-7117. Tennessee, y'all too. 1-800-889-9789. Welcome to the Greenlight Podcast. Mm. We recap the NFL Week 14 storylines, and the playoff picture is forming. The 49ers and Brock Purdy beat the brakes off the Bucks. What is going on in Tampa Bay? Tom's trying to figure it out. Jacksonville looked great yesterday in their win over Tennessee. The Bills survived Mike White. The tough-as-nails Mike White. Looks like he might have secured the job in New York. And do they have a shot at the playoffs? And NFC, don't look now. The Lions are creeping up right behind you. We talk about all that. And we hit our Miller Lite mentions, our power rankings, our America's teams. We'll be back tomorrow morning with Bo and Chris. Y'all enjoy. Good to see the Monday gang back together, guys. Kyle, welcome, welcome home. Thank you. Feels good to be in house again. Yeah, 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 yeah. Guys, how we doing? We've we've seen a lot this past weekend, haven't we? Seen a lot. Did a lot. Christmas party last week. I went to a Christmas party. I've never been to like a like an adult Christmas party. Yeah. Kate and I went. Frank Hardy Real Estate. Thanks for putting oh, that well, on. Fuck, King Family Vineyards. <laughs> it was a nice party, though. I understand the allure for Christmas parties. You don't like the plug of the competitor? No. No, Just I don't. a Christmas party. Yeah, but but that's that's free disrespectful, wine. no matter how you cut it. It's free, <laughs> it's free wine. You know? They cucked you. Yeah, that's just a disrespectful Maybe comment. next year you'll throw a Christmas party. Um, maybe. Maybe. But, you know... What I decided is um, the people they they zap my energy, you know, you know I'm like a I'm like a cell phone when you when you place it on a charger. That's my couch. That's where I recharge. Yeah. But the people, mm-mm, yeah. no, talking to people, seeing people. It's like having one bar and like a lot thirty six tabs open. Oh, golly day. Yeah. Tough. Yeah. Which people? Speaking of charging, mm. want to talk about the chargers? One of my America's teams. Wow. Yeah. Nicely done. Good job. Yeah. Yeah. Steered us away from the Titanic there. So we... Uh, <laughs> you mean the iceberg? <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. Okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the iceberg. Well, you probably don't want to run yeah. to the Titanic. You don't want to run to that either. Yeah. <laughs> Technically. That'd be a bad scene. Yeah, really bad. Damn. That was a big boat we just hit. <laughs> uh, reminds me, Titanic way underwater, right? If I was yeah. steer, I'd be in a submarine. True. 
Uh, what did I watch day. two weeks ago? I watched uh, Crimson Tide. Have you yeah. ever seen Crimson Tide? Probably not. Kyle, have you seen it? Like Alabama. Okay, in Crimson Tide, I want you to Google Vigo Mortensen in Crimson Tide, Kyle, and tell me he doesn't look like our dad. I'm going to do it right now. Okay. Vigo Mortensen, Crimson Tide. Yeah. Look him up. Crimson Tide. Here we go. Wow. Wow. He, he looks, looks like, exactly like Howie. He looks like a young Howie Long. You know what? He found a picture of dad and said, this uh, is who I'm going to be. I'm going to be that Raiders pass rusher. I am Howie who's Long. Who's recently starred in Broken Arrow. Dad was on the scene at this point doing Firestorm and stuff. I think he had Vigo shook. Denzel also in that movie. Yeah. Denzel was great in that movie. Uh, okay. Want to talk about a Firestorm? <laughs> Shit. Tua, huh? Yeah. Three you know, of 18? Should we just talk about this game in America's teams? Sure. Okay. Um, and before we get going, I want to shout out a buddy of mine who just got out. In, in all honesty, he was incarcerated for a little bit, and now he's home, so I want to welcome him home. Dan Orlovsky, uh, he was a prisoner of the moment up at Bristol for at least six to eight weeks. Mm. He did a long stretch. Uh, and now he's come back into Earth's orbit. Along with many of you analysts, uh, who have uh, who have joined in the gaslighting and the uh, the the click farming? You know, I'm am convinced that about halfway through this season, people realize that Dolphins fans are an online mob and they're afraid of them, and they and they want and and I mean, we're all a little afraid of them, dude. I, I have an alarm system at my house and shit. Like at least 15 percent of that is for Dolphins fans, but like a lot of people are like, hey, I can get clicks this way, Acho, uh, easy peasy, easy peasy. Um, it feels colors. Good. Yeah. It feels good not to be gaslit, man. It feels good not to be. You know Dan Orlovsky, and I am a big fan of Dan's. He said last night, like, internet, do your worst. I almost did a fridge talk, personalized mm. to Dan Orlovsky. I haven't done a fridge talk in months. To be honest, I don't like doing them. feel kind of weird, guy talking into a fridge. It's fucking Energy weird. inefficient as well. I really yeah. like them. Energy inefficient. I don't get that many clicks. I'm tired. You know, if it takes like three, four takes, it could take a while. Uh, but I almost sent one to Dan Orlovsky last night. Here's what you could do on ESPN today. An, a power rankings oh. of the two quarterbacks. Why don't we do that? Okay. From the game last Power night. rank the quarterbacks from the game last night. Justin okay. Herbert. I got okay. uh, one. I have Justin Herbert. Okay. Two. Um, Chase Daniel. Chase Daniel. I think they ran Wildcat, one of the teams, too, last night. So, But, no, here's the deal. I say it every week when, when Tua comes up and people were saying, like, hey, you know, you're, you're, you're qualifying all his wins and this, that, and third. It's December now. These games matter, and you know Chargers are not a good defense. They were banged up, and they played over their heads last night. I know Tyreek was hurt. Um, I, I know there were issues there, uh, but this is just you. Got, you got to be better than that. And and I do think Tua is an, is an okay quarterback. He's he's not a bad quarterback, but I do believe, and one of the reasons that I threw the Chargers in a big parlay money line is because you know I do think there's a mental side to Tua's game that he's still working on. Uh, it's 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 pretty evident, and when when you get pressure on him, he gets the happy feet going back there. He didn't look comfortable last night, and that's two weeks in a row. So it's December. You got a short week. Their plane landed fucking three hours ago yeah. in Miami, dude. It's ten fifteen in the morning. They they like Tua got back to his apartment three hours ago. Um, he lives and, in an and, apartment. And whatever he, wherever he lives. Okay. <laughs> uh, he got there three hours ago. They, you got five days before you have to go to Buffalo. Like, clock starts now, and it's going to be snowing Saturday night. So this is going to be a monumental game for them because 
letting the Chargers back in this thing, I mean, the, the biggest irony in the world is every Tua fan prayed for this day. You get a chance to go square off with Justin Herbert again, Justin Herbert 2.0, and it couldn't have gone any worse because Justin Herbert was a fucking, he was efficient, man. You know, Barry McCorkle last night tweeted that, you know, it looks like Miami has, you know, has an offense that's suited for somebody with Herbert's arm and uh, the Chargers run an offense that's suited for somebody with Tua's arm. But yet, and still, Justin Herbert all last night, uh, whether he was dinking or dunking, whether he was throwing on the, ro- the, 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 the run, whether he was rolling right and tossing the ball 50 yards back across his body late in that game, the touchdown throw, the third and five on the right sideline early in the game, he is a better quarterback. And, and I feel like Jim Carrey in the Truman Show when he's like, bro, this is not real life. <laughs> like you're just walking around like there's something wrong. Uh, and then last night it feels like I found the door, you know? The little door the in the ocean. With the staircase. Yeah, and Harris. Ed Harris is like, no. Don't do it. Don't yeah, do Ed it. Harris is fucking to and on. I, I got to we'll shut out. the rain I'm off. I'm sorry. I got to get out. I got to get out. Y'all are crazy. Y'all are crazy. And it feels good. You know when Tua said last year? He said, well, he admitted this this year. He was like, last year, I was like, do I suck? Like, that's how I felt as an analyst. I was like, am I missing this thing? For the six to eight week period that he was playing Houston and and Detroit's defense with Aubrey Pleasant coaching the DBs and so on and so forth. No, nah, uh, I'm just I'm Jim Carrey. It's not that his performance early in the season hindered our evaluation of it's. It's not like I thought any lesser of him as a quarterback, but it's situations like these. You go you go head to head with a guy like Justin Herbert. If if you want to be the guy, go be the guy. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. When the chips are down a little bit, go be the guy. You still have Mike McDaniel at the helm, coach coaching this thing up. And having the ship go in the right direction, but at the end of the day, you're the quarterback. You got to make big plays. Yep. Um, and Justin Herbert did that. He did that. Uh, I thought, you know, if I was to point to specifics into his game, I mean, I didn't think everything was on Tua last night. I'll be, I'll be pretty fair about that. And you can say the coverage was tighter. Well, guess what? Like, you know, not every week you're going to have three yards of separation with your receivers. Yeah. Like there was a ball to Mike Gusecki over the middle of the field, and Mike's got to go back for it behind his body. And they don't talk about it on the telecast. Uh, you know, but it's it's not just the tight coverage. When the coverage is tight, you need elite ball placement, and I think that's something that you know at, at different times this season has has plagued them. When the coverage gets tight, uh, the ball placement is not always perfect. Um, and and if you want to be mentioned in the MVP race, if you want to be mentioned as a Patrick Mahomes adjacent quarterback, which is a conversation I cannot believe we've been having. Or Justin Herbert, even because I think Justin Herbert has to earn his way into that tier up there with Josh Allen and Joe Burrow and those guys. I think he's just below them. But if you want to be in that tier, you have to play outplay Justin Herbert in prime time against the 26 ranked defense. So we'll check back next week. Uh, I haven't said shit. I've been pretty respectful of Tua because I do think at the end of the day, he, he's a, he's a dude, and I got a lot of respect for him. And he's tough, and I've rooted for him, but his fans make it really hard to root for him. So I will take a small victory lap this week. I don't enjoy doing it, but I do enjoy that big parlay cashing. Mm. And I appreciate you. Good for you. Yeah. And what do you say to the layup of a counterpoint that Tyreek was clearly hobbled? Okay, win without Tyreek. Because every other quarterback in the league is doing it. That's what the next tier does. And That's what the next tier does. And Mike Williams and Keenan Allen being on the field at the same time. For the first time, seemingly all season, like that was great. Um, That's a Bevel Conway in and of itself. Right it was. There. It's a yeah. beautiful sight to see. Yeah. Um, you know, the whole thing. I think if I was to point to one thing, I thought the intentional grounding was big, 
And that's one area that Tua's got to work on in his game. He's not a big runner. Like, he really isn't. I mean, um, you see the difference between him and Justin Herbert. Like, forget running for a first down, even running to make a throw off the spot. But, like, in those situations, you can't just chuck the ball in the middle of the field. That that intentional grounding killed their drive and set up the three-point drive that that put that game out of reach. So that's, if, that, that's, that's a more impressive intentional grounding than just – than just turfing it yeah. to find an empty spot twenty yards down the, the field. Is, I don't yeah. give them a loss of down for yeah. that. Give them the penalty, but let them let them get the down back. No question. And I, I do want to shout out that kid Davis who played really well last night. He was all over dudes. And then Nick Neiman saved uh, Joshua Palmer's life on that fucking onside kick because Palmer it went. Uh, was it Ben? Ben? Um, ben he's Nick now. Nick, Nick yeah. Neiman is on the Chargers. Ben Neiman was on the Chiefs last year. Okay, got it. And they're brothers. So I'm right. It is Nick Neiman. Nick Neiman. Oh, Boy, nice. I'm just take, I'm taking victory laps sure. left and right yeah. this morning. I'm beating two and on. I'm beating Macon with the oh. names, dude. This is a rare occasion. But uh, the Dolphins again, short week. Uh, Jalen Phillips. I want to mention this has turned into a hell of a player. I was wrong about a Miami Dolphin, Jalen Phillips. I didn't think he, bro. When he was at Miami, he didn't look this athletic. He didn't look this big, fast, strong, and athletic. Yep. He, it did not translate the way it's translating into his pro game. His pro game is, I love his game, dude. His the effort he plays with. I'm glad they pointed out his motor. He got fucking jobbed on that roughing the passer. Thank I God mean, that drive didn't extend because we'd be saying that's why they lost. But the I game. mean, it 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 did by a couple minutes in a in 25 yards or so. Yeah, that call was. Atrocious. Atrocious. I think it yeah. might. Uh, yeah. Body weight. I mean, it's it's. It was atrocious. It's, and it was a couple hours after you saw Mike White almost be uh, broken in half multiple times. Man, no question. Matt Milano, the meat no question. missile. No question. I want to mention that. Let's talk about these playoff scenarios with the Dolphins <laughs> and the Chargers and that area of sure. the AFC. The Jags are in it too. I just want to say this: like, we're not going to go too deep into the Jags game. But Trevor Lawrence looked great yesterday. Trevor Lawrence is putting together more good games than he has bad games right now. And he's if, taking care of the football really well, and, and he's becoming more confident in that system with Doug Peterson. And I think that they're continuing to gel. We, we were thinking that off Jump Street they were going to be great. Yep. It, it took a little bit of time with them, but I, we don't know who the Jags are because their ceiling is high, but their floor is also low. I, you know, I think with the Jags um, – they're going to be fun to watch next year. Yeah, you know, they, um, Trevor Lawrence with another year under his belt under you know Doug Peterson because he obviously he obviously is how. And here's the thing about Trevor Lawrence: one thing Doug took advantage of with Carson is Carson, especially before he got hurt, was a really good off spot thrower. Like he would he would make throws on the run. Like he was athletic. That was his game. Trevor Lawrence can make throws off the spot really well. Yeah. and and I I love that about him. And now. In the NFL, we evaluate quarterbacks based upon not just what they do with the clean pocket, uh, but what they ha- what they do the things that Justin Herbert was doing last Creative night. Creative ability, but, athletic yeah. prowess. It's yep. like it really shines. Like the, your strengths shine. And Trevor Lawrence, a big strong dude. Big strong dude. He'll be throwing on the run. His torso will kind of swivel. That's like he's got like one of those swiveling quarterback yes. torsos where it's like I'm running this way, but uh, I can turn back this way and rifle the ball. Um, I, I, you know, like some guys. When they're about to run out of bounds, they can't even they can't dream of completing a ball running yes. full speed. Like he's got that ability. So, you know, and another thing for him, he's resilient because you, you spend a year with Urban Meyer. 
I, I wouldn't guess you'd rebound mentally, but he's done a nice job. So I just want to shout him out. Career high, more. 368 yards. Uh, he was 9 of 13 for 154 and two touchdowns on passes of 10-plus air yards against uh, uh, Tennessee. Things look good there. They're, they're in it. Matt, Matt Nackey, give us the... Yeah, they're mm. on the outside looking in. But you got to roll your sleeves up like uh, Jim. <laughs> Steve. Steve. Steve Yeah. Uh, 538 gives them a 14% chance of making the playoffs. Yes. But big game against Dallas at home this weekend. That's a big jump. It, you know, If they beat Dallas, it, their chances jump to 32%. Yeah, a, okay. lot of, a lot of it's contingent on the what the Chargers do. Well, no right shit. Well, let's say the Chargers AS come team. back down to earth and lose to a bad Tampa Bay team. They can't. Chargers, Jets, and Pats. They're not going to get past all three of those. Jags are not making the playoffs. No, Jags are probably not going to make the playoffs, but we are saying there's a chance. And they're fun to watch. It's, and, a, it's an early investment. And the Chargers, I can't see what that, what, what that number is, but the Chargers... Got them at 59% right now. Wow. I thought they were dead in the water. I really did. I mean, like the way – and Brandon Staley, who we've been critical of, did a hell of a job defense. last night. He got that defense to play well. Yep. And and so – Without you know, Derwin James and Sebastian Joseph Day. That's another thing. All those guys are hurt. I mean, like when they were they, – they were the camera was panning to the stadium and showing the people that were out. I was like, it might be a long night. But um, Brandon Staley had those guys ready to play. And you know what they did well? They played up. They pressed on early downs. They didn't press all the time, but they took away some space and they played tight. They weren't afraid of those guys on first and second down where Tua gets in a rhythm. And early in the game, that allowed them to go three and out some, which they're not accustomed to. And him sitting on the sideline is not the way you want to be. Like you, he, He's a rhythm thrower. Um, okay, the, so... The Chargers next four, they have the Titans who are in a uh, downward trend coming off the loss. Yep. The Jaguars, uh, the Colts, uh, Rams, and Broncos. Okay. Ooh, so that's running pretty, the table. Yeah. Right. They're in the playoffs right now. If the Pats win Monday night, the Pats jump into that seventh spot yep. moment for the for the moment. Yep. Okay. So let let me let's finish America's teams. We just briefly updated you on the the, uh, the mushroom cloud created by last night's action. So uh oh yeah, 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 yeah. Me. Morocco. Yes. The Morocco soccer team. They play France. I don't know, Lloyd. The French are assholes. Morocco um, <laughs> has all the intangibles. <laughs> nice. Yeah. <laughs> so I, they're just one of these teams. Like, oh fuck, Morocco. Who could be mad at Morocco? First, first African country in the final four. Is that right? That is correct. Morocco yeah. sounds like an amazing place. Yep. You know, you know uh, shout out to my friend Sophie. Morocco. Moroccan. All the scenes in movies where there's like a, a red castle with like big red rocks behind it. And stuff. Yeah. All, red all rocks. The, all those are in Morocco. Like yeah. All those movie scenes. All the beautiful scenes. Yeah. I got a Yeah. And it's a beautiful Morocco. game and it's going to be a, even more beautiful. When, when do they beat France? Wednesday, I think. Okay. I can't wait. Mark it on my calendar. Okay. Eagles. They keep rolling. Uh, me and Bo were at the Army-Navy game. We were, we were hammered. We called our security guy, Dom, because we wanted to say hi to him. Uh, and uh, he put us on FaceTime with Nick Sirianni on the bus. It was like <laughs> nice. 2 p.m. Uh, he was like, what's up, Chris? <laughs> I was like, all right, yeah, he's the coolest coach ever. Uh, Nick Sirianni, America's he cool coach. He's cool as shit. Eagles, keep rolling. We'll get to that game in a second. Army and Navy. Mm. Army and Navy. I love that. America's teams. I was there. The armed forces. I went and supported the troops. Who cares that Bo wanted to leave in overtime? He's anti-American. What? Wow. Yeah, I need He's to put him on a some, lot of soldiers some sort of ter uh, yes. terrorist watch list. Yeah. Had me on the SEPTA watching exactly. the game. Not to mention the, the over was in the balance. Well, the, the, as soon as 
as soon as overtime hit, the over was hitting. You know, so uh, luckily we teased the Black Knights with the uh, the over with the under as well, and that number was 38, and the exact thing that had to happen in overtime did, so tease God prevailed. Um, I spent the, fans are really fucking impressive, man. You know, like all those years I was playing, now that I get to do tailgating and like do this stuff, like these people are are weekend warriors. Thank you. Because I'm tired as fuck, yeah. Yeah. I'm tired as fuck from my week, and I'm a podcaster. Like some of these people are working construction, they're out there at 6 a.m., they're tailgating, then they know where to find their seats and shit, uh not always okay so the f- that super bowl in houston yeah you, you i went had to trouble. the wrong seat for three well, quarters i was with my buddy jason van camp uh shout out to warrior rising um green beret you know these green berets are some of the smartest most macho most like uh they're just figure it out guys right so me Bo, and jason van camp two former nfl players who played in this stadium and one guy who could probably like defuse a bomb and it took us 10 minutes of game time to find our seats. We walked around the stadium twice at the link. So like the cavalry never arrived. The cavalry never arrived. You know, there was green smoke and we weren't yeah. there. Can't get in. Yeah. So um shout out to Army and Navy. That was fun. That was really, really and I'll talk about it more with Bo tomorrow morning uh on the uh the Monday night football review. Who plays Monday night? I hope it's actually a good game. Pat's cards. Oh yeah. fuck yeah, it's good. It's gonna be fun. At least entertaining. We might get Kyler Murray yelling at somebody on the sideline. Um, that's my America's team. Mac Jones might yell at somebody on the sideline. Oh, I hope. That was good. I like that. Our running game fucking sucks. Didn't you like that? I do. I like Mac Jones. Mac Jones went up in my book after that. Mac Jones is like, we are understaffed. <laughs> yeah. We need help. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, Tom Brady. Okay, speaking yeah. of the NFC South, my first America's team is Carolina Panthers. Yes. Talk about a team who actually has a shot at making the playoffs. It's Carolina Panthers. That defense is talented and fun. J.C. Horn, Brian Burns, Jeremy Chin, Shaq Thompson. They're perreal. Mm. <laughs> go on. Really good. <laughs> go on. <laughs> uh, they're playing hard for Steve Wilkes. They go out to Seattle. Everybody's kind of aware of the stinky line, and it was stinky for good reason. But, but, it, but here's the thing, and I, maybe I'm not understanding this. Stinky means like there's something we don't know. We should talk about this. Yeah, right? Because right. I said to Steve, Steve was like, this line stinks. I'm like, no, it's exactly what you think it should be. Like the Seahawks aren't that good. And Defense the Panthers have been playing well. And Sam Darnold last week made nice throws. And Seahawks got some injuries on the offensive yeah. side too. It was weird. Uh, uh, Carolina betters felt confident with, with mm-hmm. Sam trotting out there with Chuba and Dante and LaVisca and Terrace. Guy's name's Terrace. Wild name. Carolina Panthers and Sir Purr, one of my America's teams. Uh, the University of Virginia, all right? Now, this might uh, lose a little bit of luster in two hours if the Hoos are not ranked number one in the country, but they're the odds-on favorites to be ranked number one after Houston and Texas. What sport? Lose last week. Men's basketball. <laughs> Got it. Men's college basketball. P- Purdue could cuck us, but I think you're right. Purdue or UConn could jump ahead of Virginia, but uh, it's it's 20 years since the game of the decade. Uh, Ralph Sampson, Patrick Ewing, great writer Andrew Ramspacker had a great piece on 20 that years? this week. To, uh, 40 years. 40 okay, years since the game 20. of the decade. Sampson and Ewing. Um, and, and, and Houston's coming to town, which would have been number one. It would have yeah. been the 18th time in college basketball history that one and two played on a college campus. <coughs> that would have been dope, but Houston couldn't get it done against Good, Alabama. Drive the ticket sales down, I, or prices, because I'm going to try to get in that thing. Houston will be in the 5 to 10 range, and, yeah. and Virginia could be number one for the 18th time in school history. Um, 
And it's getting old. Hey, our guy Keyshawn Davis. Yeah. Had a had a big win over yeah. the weekend. He um he won by via eight round unanimous decision. Kid's awesome. Soundly defeating uh three time world title challenger Juan Carlos Burgos. He uh he's a Norfolk guy yep. and he put the V Sabres on the trunks yep. with the numbers of the three guys who lost their lives last month, which was a was a very nice tribute. Oh, I by love Keyshawn. that, man. Yeah, we met him cool. in Vegas. You've heard that probably. Yep. You hung out at the studio at Blue Wire for a while. He was the nicest kid in the world. Talked to his trainers for a while, Virginia kid. New York Jets, my third America's team. I don't I don't care a lick about them. No offense, Scott, but I root hard for these cats. Yeah. And they battle. Yeah. White Mike got blasted yesterday yep. and just kept coming back. Uh, Zonovan Knight is now the lead back. Zonovan's not even a name. Bam. Uh, bam. Right, Bam. Bam Knight. Bam, Zonovan Bam Knight. Some uh, Rookie of the Year buzz for Garrett Wilson. Yeah. They're just, I want him to make the playoffs. Yep. Sala gets into the, the post-game press conference and is, and is saying all the things you want to hear. Here's the problem. Okay. At what cost? The Lions, they play the Lions this week. It's like going to be, it's like when they say, who's your favorite kid? It's like, you know, like. I just hope they're healthy at the end of the I'm basically dad this weekend. Like, you know, everybody wants the Jets to win. Everybody wants the Lions to win. If you don't want those two teams to win, there's something wrong with you. I just hope they play hard. Yeah, I just hope they both play hard. I hope they tie. My fourth America's team is Justin Herbert. We've covered it. Yes. He was electric. 39 and 51, 367 and a touchdown. And rounding out the group, the New Orleans Pelicans, winners of seven in a row. They're yeah. first in the West. They just won two in a row against the Phoenix Suns. Let me talk to you about this team. It's uh, Zion Williamson. It's C.J. McCollum. It's Trey Murphy. It's Herb Jones. It's it's Jonas Valanciunas. It's your boy uh, Larry Nance. Yes. A quiet 10-6 and six on the season. Yes. First in the West. Yeah. You know who's what? two? Would the Memphis. Pelicans been in your uh, power rankings if, um, or America's teams if Zion hadn't done that windmill dunk at the end of the game? Um, yeah, yeah, they would have. They nearly missed it because of that showboating maneuver by Zion. But hey, look, we're America. We showboat. We're, we I saw an incredible happen. basketball play. I figured you probably did. Lord knows I don't watch a lot of it. The alley-oop to win the game. You didn't see it. You got to get a league pass. Somebody caught an alley oop to win the game from an inbound play, not oh, like like over by the that. over like over by play. the bench, mm-hmm. over by the bench. Set piece. There's no time. A set piece. Yeah, you got to have good end of clock set pieces. That's yeah. awesome. This is a fun little NBA season that we will tap into in about yeah, six weeks for, or so. For now, I'm, I have no idea. Cavs, Cleveland's third in the East. It's a fun mean, little season. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, hey, the West, Memphis, and New Orleans. Yeah. Get a map one, too. That's true. Good point. Good point. What's next? Detroit? I'm glad yeah. I'm glad you mentioned Detroit because yeah. they're the number one team on my America. Huge America's omission by teams. us. I mean, how can you not put the Lions on your list? It's almost Say it again, say it out loud. It's almost un American. <laughs> say it out loud. I don't I don't them. I don't like them. Okay, this is a, such a you thing. Is it because you love them? <laughs> no. I I appreciate them. I recognize what I respect them. I just don't like them. I think it's I think it's the indoor I kind of agree with the guy from Kansas City. This segment sucks. If Detroit, if Detroit, <laughs> if Detroit wasn't uh, in existence, I wouldn't have made it to work today because I drove a Ford. Okay. Oh, that's true. Wow. I also uh, would be when when downtrodden in life, I would just stay down in the dumps. But but a guy like Dan Campbell, he can really uh, motivate you to. 
to pick yourself up. Hey, and, you got a Chevy in your garage too. Do you have the? Do you have the? No, I do. Do you have the pissing on the other logo stickers? Hold on, on. let okay. me finish here, Macon. Let me finish here. Okay, so the redemption arc. You know, you've been exiled to Detroit. You're Jared Goff. What are you going to do? You just get to ball the fuck out all year. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and erase any doubt about who the quarterback is in Detroit moving forward. I love that. Number one, America's team, Detroit Lions. Number two, the University of Southern California, Trojans. Mm. And we talked about their horse, Traveler, Traveller, whichever one it is. He's been canceled, but you know he's not Confederate canceled. horse. Caleb Williams. Caleb Williams, he was in studio with us at the, uh, the pregame show yesterday at CBS Sports Network. Couldn't have been a cooler guy, nicer guy. Tall? He brought us, yeah, he was, he was surprisingly tall. Tall guy. He brought his entire O line. Anybody, anybody who took snaps this year at O line was with their Heisman winner um, in New York City, which I thought was awesome. He could be the next Archie Griffin. Who paid for those flights to New York? He did. Caleb did. He's got his own foundation already. Oh, good. Like, this guy's ahead of the curve. Caleb, come on the show. You know what I mean? Caleb Williams, I know cool you're guy. Listening. Number three, Argentina. They're in South America. Messi, he's an American. I'm going to put him on the list. He's an American? Yeah. South American. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we'll claim them. Yeah. We're yeah. the best. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Kind of looks like a guy from Ohio. So yeah. they beat the Netherlands. Apparently, there's a guy in Argentina named Angel de Maria, who I thought was an umpire until I did some more research. Turns out he's a player and hates the coach you from the Angel Netherlands. Hernandez? Louis Van. Yeah, Louis Van Gaal, <laughs> who is the coach, doesn't like Angel de Maria. There's beef there in the game. Argentina beat Netherlands. Messi was talking shit to the coach. Yeah. He kind of big brothered the situation. Yep. I love that. Yeah, that boy looks like Stonehenge, doesn't he? <laughs> Messy? <laughs> no, the coach. <laughs> they all kind of have. Doesn't he look like you just put, they a, all look put, a, put a suit on yes. Stonehenge? Ancient looking No, it's faces. just the shape of his his uh, his side pro. <laughs> look at Here this you guy. Go. Dutch soccer coach. He's yes. got a Stonehenge. Show a side pro. He's looks ancient. Fucking guy's. Uh, yeah. Look at, look at. He's just. It's just. The neck and the head's all one thing. There must be something wrong there. I feel bad about even mentioning his name now. Stonehead's number four. You guys been getting a lot of Christmas gifts uh, shipped into the house. You got to wrap some stuff up. You get a lot of cardboard boxes. Mm -hmm. You know who has to deal with all those cardboard boxes? The landfill. The recyclers of America. Mm -hmm. America's team. Yeah, that's good. You know, because there's a lot of trash. We're always like, when the fuck is the trash getting picked up? Mm -hmm. We got no room. Number five, I was going to put the Panthers, but you put the Panthers. So I'm going to put the Cincinnati Bengals because you go and watch this game, and what's more American than a fireworks show? And I just love the Bengals. Yes. Uh, they've, they've got their pieces intact. Obviously, T. Higgins goes out. Boyd goes out. But Jamar Chase, it's 31 flavors of Jamar Chase. You know, everybody likes ice cream. Everybody likes Cincinnati Bengals. Yeah. And Joe, Joe Burrow's the man. He's presidential. He is presidential. That's number five. The best moments in a sports fan's life are in football season. I'm not talking about September. I'm not talking about the first week in October. I'm not even talking about the second week in October. I'm talking about when it gets colder, the temperature drops, the games get bigger, the hits get harder, and you can curl up and watch some meaningful football. I like to do it with a Miller Lite from the fridge and a cold frosty mug from the freezer. Frosty mug, meat, a cold, beautiful can of Miller Lite from my fridge. That's teamwork. We come together, we can make a great play out there, and the, and the best play to make on a Sunday is a nice cold Miller Lite and a frosty mug at home. That's my favorite thing. Maybe a fire in the fireplace. Yeah, now we're talking. But Miller Lite, it's an original, and it's more than that. It's been a fan favorite since 1975. The best part, no matter how your team plays, Miller Lite is always a winner. The perfect beer for Sundays, I gave you the, the hot tip. Having that frosty mug is a lot like having home field advantage. 
I mean, like, it just makes everything better for your boy and your boy's friends who file in every Sunday to enjoy cold, ice-cold Miller Lite uh, at, at, at my house. I mean, we have a lot of people over, and I got to have the Miller Lite stocked up. A lot of light beer cuts back on the most crucial ingredient, flavor. Just 96 calories and 3.2 carbs per 12-ounce serving. Miller Lite, quick on its feet, heavy hitting on flavor. No wonder it's been MVP from day one. This football season, enjoy the sweet taste of victory with Miller Lite, the original light beer. Find it pretty much anywhere beer is sold. Go to MillerLite.com slash GreenLight for delivery options near you. It's Miller time. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories and 3.2 carbs per 12 ounces. If you're here in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, or right here in Virginia, and you haven't tried the WinBet app yet, I have great news for you. Sign up today to receive this special offer. New users can take advantage of WinBet's bet $25, get $50 in free bets. WinBet is basically giving you free money. Don't turn that down. Don't pass that up. Download the WinBet app today. Terms and conditions apply, must be 21 or older, and present in a state where WinBet is available. Gambling problem? In Arizona, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. In Colorado, Indiana, New Jersey, and Virginia, call 1-800-GAMBLER. And in Michigan, 1-800-270-7117. Tennessee, y'all too. 1-800-889-9789. Perfect. Leads us into our power rankings. Number one, this is the consensus power rankings of all the voters here in the room. Philadelphia Eagles, number one. Kansas City Chiefs, number two. We have a tie at number three. The San Francisco 49ers, wow. led by Brock Purdy. Stubborn bunch. And the Buffalo Bills. At five, the Cincinnati Bengals, your fifth America's team. At six, the Dallas Cowboys. And at seven, the Detroit Lions. How about that? And this is, I, I, admittedly, in there. I admittedly ranked the Lions seven myself. I know there were others in here that did the same. It I was one of those things well. I was like looking around like, are y'all going to laugh at me? But I said this yesterday, like the Lions right now are playing like a top five NFC team. You know, the records are important. It might be prohibitive for them. Like they might not get into the playoffs because of what they've done so far this season. But the last five, six weeks... They're setting the table for something real tasty there. In yeah, and and listen, no. Jared Goff, who no. said, you know, I'm playing the best ball of my 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 pro career. I think it's great. I think it's great. Like you talked about a redemption arc. I don't think McVay liked him. There was something there. I don't think McVay liked him. Like I think McVay constantly looked at him like I can do better. And it was like every day he walked in the building, he was like, this guy, like I am, I'm brilliant. I'm Sean McVay, and he is. But what we also assumed uh, was that Sean McVay is the only guy who can get something out of a quarterback like Jared Goff. Just because you are a good offensive coach doesn't mean you're the only one. Yeah. They're all over the league. And newsflash, most quarterbacks are improved by the scheme they're in if they're good, and they're improved by the pieces around them, and they're improved by you know the coach that they have in the building. I think a lot of times we, we, we discount the confidence, the shot in the arm of like, feeling empowered that a really good coach can give you. And Ben Johnson, uh, who's probably the most famous Ben Johnson. And we love saying that name. Didn't here. take long. Huh. Pretty weird for a guy named Ben Johnson. But that guy might be a head coach soon. And a lot of it is because of the work that he's done with Jared Goff. Jared Goff made some really nice throws yesterday. There's an American film actor named Ben Johnson, Francis Benjamin Johnson. 
Right. Uh, world champion uh, rodeo cowboy. Uh, the most famous Ben Johnson is the sprinter that got, uh, uh, got in the steroid trouble. He won the not so fast. dash in like 88, I think. Yeah. Is his name Ben Johnson? No, but he's on steroids too. Benjamin okay. Sinclair Johnson. You want to knock the Lions out before the, this game out before we get into the rest yeah. of the games? Or, yeah, okay. Can I say something? Yeah, say it. The, uh, the Lions have lost to... 12-win Philly, 10-win Minnesota, and 10-win Buffalo. That's 32 total wins by a total of 10 points. Yeah. That's extremely impressive. You know, we, we looked at the first game of the season as like, okay, a lot of garbage time yardage for the Lions. We looked at it like Miami. Hey, Miami. You know, I, I looked at it like Miami's defense isn't real good and the Lions' offense is pretty good, whatever. They couldn't put it together defensively at that point in the season. But since Deadspin, our friends at Deadspin, Kyle. Ugh. Oh. Club Dub. Again, dick, hey! dick, dick pick tabloid publication. Uh, they also moonlight as like, uh, we're going to try to get uh, coaches fired like five games into the season. Uh, they wrote an article about Dan Campbell since that point, Reed. They've been on fire. They've been on fire. Deadspin Five and wrote, one. Yeah, Dan Campbell reads Deadspin. No, but I just think like, you know, you put that out in the universe and you attack probably one of the nicest men in the NFL uh, because you don't like the fact that he said he wanted to bite somebody's knees <sighs> and he looks like he might be the type of guy you hate. He's been profiled. He's been profiled. My man is a, he, he, he's, can a, say it. he's a thinking man. Oh, he, 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 what? Okay. Yeah, you don't like him. Well, no, no, no. I love yeah. him. Yeah, this is good. This really is good nice, TV. Really nice, good guy. It's good TV. Really nice, good guy. Some of the decisions he's making are questionable. Okay. At, Andy Reid has made questionable decisions his whole career, but it's not what defines his Go career. Ahead. What defines his career is the ability to lead men, and Dan Campbell can do that. Hey, that's a good point. I just think, I think he makes it tougher on the team by some of these decisions, going for it on fourth down, uh, deep in their own territory, even kicking that field goal, that 49, 50-yard field goal, to go up 11, which went in and, and sealed the game. But a miss there lets right. Minnesota right. Had back the in decision it. been the wrong one, but the you, decision you would, prior you would to that be, is throw it to our offensive the wrong tackle. Had the decision been the wrong one, I think the wrong one. decision worked out for Dan. How about Campbell. that fake punt decision? That was a balls in the that was a fake punt. Yeah, but yeah. you know what? You'd be throw I mean, to your tackle, Brian O'Connor. There was game, a game deciding situation. Yeah. You know the, what I mean? There like, was a point where where uh, out of the half, I think uh, Minnesota passed up the opportunity to go for it. They punt on fourth and short. Uh, and they give it to Dan Campbell, who makes the wrong decision and and runs a fake punt for a bunch of yards and gives his team a shot in the in the arm. Not a lot of wrong decisions. You get that lucky. So yeah. I mean, like maybe he's just lucky. He's, hey, he's living right. Yeah. So I listen. I think Jamison Williams getting on the field's awesome, even though it's just a busted coverage. Like it's just just a heavy play action, baby. <laughs> it's it's a it's a thing of beauty to see him on the field. The first reception he has is a touchdown. Um, Detroit man, their their offense is rolling, and and I wonder, Macon, if you think golf is the answer. I do. Okay. Um, as, as do I. Miller Light mentioned game ball to Jared Goff, twenty-seven to thirty-nine, three thirty, and three touchdowns. Yeah. Why not? You're going to have a uh, uh, top five pick, courtesy of who? L.A., I reckon. LA Rams. Yep. Top five pick, another another first. Yeah, I wouldn't go quarterback with either of those picks. Yeah, you know what? I, I think Mayer. sometimes we'll, we, mm. we outthink ourselves. The only thing that worries me is like, hey, the departure of a, a really good coordinator. I Like, you know, people like Josh Allen figure it out within a year. I mean, like he's already – he had a little slump. I don't know if that had anything to do with the the transition with Ken Dorsey. I think it had more to do with just his decision making. But like, 
I worry about, hey, we stick with Jared Goff, Ben leaves, that sort of thing. Other than that, though. That's my only concern. You're running one of the best offenses in the league. You traded away a tight end that was supposed to be a centerpiece. You're probably going to parlay that into Michael Mayer mm-hmm. or something like that. Um, you know, you have picks. You have capital. You have a, a great slot guy. You have a guy that just came off IR, just caught his first pass for a touchdown. You got a good offensive line, good running backs. You got Penny Sewell, who legitimately looks like a big wide receiver. I like somebody was like, "Go watch that play," because I had run in the other room and I figured it was maybe like a, a high uh, tackle over eligible yes. yeah. play where you screen out and you, like you bleed Williams. him in the flat. Bro, he went in motion. Yeah, it was Trent Williams. It was it was amazing. It was amazing. And I remember bad when, decision, but when he was worked not, out. Yeah, but it's it's the ultimate faith in your guys. Like you want to prove me right, go prove me mm-hmm. right. I'll put you in positions to do this. And, and there's nothing more more of a dream scenario than going in motion as an offensive lineman and running right through. And Reed and I were talking about this play prior to. It was like, you know, he went and blocked the guy on his way out. Well, I was explaining to him, if he tries to avoid that defender, that's when the stinky line that you were talking about uh, comes out with Stanford Steve. It's like, this line stinks. Mm-hmm. Uh, and what I mean by that is if you're avoiding a defender, you're trying to get open. If you're trying to block a guy – they're going to try to get off. Yeah. Him. So Panay Sewell, a crafty play there. Big. I big. get it. At first, I did. You had me in the first half. I was like, I'm what are you talking about? Because I see it. But in then my in head. the second half, it made perfect sense. Yeah. I mean, it was. You're it, not a gambler. You're a football player, and you're yeah. like, this line stinks. Like, there's no. What What is he doing yeah. here? Why is he doing this? It just feels. It just felt weird because we've seen plays where we try to get offensive linemen out ahead of the gang. Um, you know, Cincinnati had a big toss to Joe Mixon and Lael Collins led block. You could have the same action there with Lael Collins in motion. Or with uh, Panay Sewell in motion, but he ends up being the receiver, makes a huge catch. And that's actually my viewing party. I'm going to give my viewing party to the guys on the sideline right there when Panay Sewell caught it. They know. They know he's going to get the ball. What's the play here? They see him get open. Oh, my God, he's moving so Mm -hmm. fucking fast. And honestly, the only comp I can make is Trent Williams, the only guy that moves in space like that. That was unbelievable. It was freakish. Did Did you often ask, what's the play? Yeah. Yeah, you you, what we, what we, we you try to do it all like. What, what do we got here? What yeah. we got? You know, like NBA players after games are like, "Yeah, how you doing, dog?" Yeah. Like, I'm like, "Hey, what's the play?" Cover in your mouth. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but no, I I'm not saying they're a great team. But when you look at it, when we were doing the power rankings, like who are the teams that should be ahead of them? I can't say the the Dolphins after last night. I I don't know if I can say the Chargers for sure. They're so yeah. inconsistent. The Lions, by virtue of the huge fucking ledge that exists. After six or seven now, you know, a couple weeks ago, we had 10, 12 teams we were arguing over. Now things are tightening. Also and, receiving votes were uh, Baltimore and Miami. And Baltimore, they're without a quarterback, so it's hard for me to give them a vote, like in the top seven in the power They didn't rankings. know how to win with a quarterback. They don't know how to finish with a quarterback. Well, they got J.K. Dobbins back. I mean, that's okay, we've talked about that game. Perfect. <laughs> Love hey, it. <laughs> one thing. One thing about Detroit, they're scoring 32 points a game at home, which is a huge number. Mm-hmm. Only 18 on the road. That's the biggest discrepancy yep. in the league. 18 points on the road is good for 25th in the NFL. I would imagine there's something very homely about playing at Ford Field and, and being in in the 70 degree room. And you mm-hmm. know, when you go on the road, everything Fords. changes. Everything changes. It, it's a strange place to play in. Detroit. Climate control. Like it's a really tough place to play. And okay. we were talking about what kind of stuff they were going to do. They might as well go get. Some dominant rushers. Go get an inside rusher. Oh, Kyle, I got to say this. Aiden Hutchinson had his best game yesterday. Yes, go get another guy. His best game. Go get another guy with Aiden Hutchinson and then make it a feared front, like when Sue and Fairley and those guys were there, but on the edge. He does a lot of – he's doing a lot of things well. You know how I was like, oh, man, I'm worried he's never going to be like – 
you know, he's not Von Miller. But what he can do is, hey, they rush him inside. He, he has a really good feel for when to counter back. Um, he, won, he won edge rushes on both sides last night. He's dropped into coverage well. Um, you know, like he's doing a lot of little things well that, that maybe if you're not watching the game, you might not see him. The two sacks are great, but there's so many little things he's doing well. He's a really good football player, which I think sometimes gets lost when if a guy's not like a wow guy. He's a really good football player, and he's he might have double digits this year. He'll be your defensive rookie of the year. Well, Sauce Gardner is the mm-hmm. other one, and he's kind of been at, Sauce Gardner's probably going to win defensive rookie there. But, you know, he wasn't even a top three kind of candidate for an award like that early in the season, and now he's kind of played his way into being, hey, I feel good about it. What is he now? Yeah, that's well, what I'm saying. Well, mock draft, Will Anderson to Could Detroit you? at four. I don't like it. Okay. Okay. Yeah. They should get that kid from Georgia, uh, Jalen Carter, the big uh, number eighty-eight. Yeah, fucking just get have him. him pick some guys just up. Just get him. Uh, all right, the, the Vikings. Uh, we haven't really talked about the Vikings, but the Vikings left points on the field here. They had the the pop pass, the Alvin Dalvin Cook, Cook uh, that fumble, and then there was a big Hawkinson drop on the thirty-nine yard yep. line. Hawkinson that would have been three points. So you know you're talking about ten points there, uh, but that's the way the cookie crumbles. And they've won a lot of close ball games. This game was close uh, for most of it, but the Lions were in control at the same time. So uh, their luck kind of runs out there. Minnesota, they are who we thought they were—a top ten team, but fringy power ranked. So both both of these teams are pretty relatively easy final four games. The Vikings have the Colts, Giants, Packers, Bears, and then the Lions go uh, Jets, Panthers, Bears, Packers. the The Vikings need the Lions just to lose one to claim the division. Um, but do you think? Could the Lions go 4 and 0, the Vikings go 0 and 4 and the Lions take this division? This seems like a long shot. No, no there's no. not going to be an 0 and 4 in there based on those teams. You said Packers, Giants, Bears. Pulse. Who else? Pa- Packers, Giants, Bears and uh Colts. They could lose any of those games, but they're not going to lose all, all four. four no. Because time has 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 proved out that they they do win a lot of close games and I respect them for that and you know a lot of it for them is going to be where are they seated in the playoffs? Are they going to get a home game? That plays tough to play. Um, are they going to have to? Kirk Cousins going to have to go on the road? Like if we're getting into looking at who the matchups are going to be and like who's going to get to play the Bucks? Okay, the Cowboys are a team. Let's talk about the Cowboys and the Eagles since we're on the the NFC right now. Uh, the, okay, the way I look at it is these two teams have had respectively sloppy games the last two weeks the eagles and the cowboys the, the eagles won their game 35-10 or 38-10 or whatever it was cowboys almost lost the in a fucking dog fight with the texans and i'm not saying this alone proves that the davis mills that, that the eagles are better than the cowboys but the difference between the eagles and the cowboys is that quarterback and i mean that with no disrespect to dak because i really like dak but jalen hurts yesterday in a game where patrick mahomes maybe one of my viewing parties is patrick mahomes sitting in the training room with the game on getting his ankle taped or whatever it is, and he's watching uh, Jalen Hurts go ham again. And he's not doing too much. That's the thing about him. He's throwing for 200-something yards, you know, keeping keep keeping the stat sheet clean on the turnover end of things. He's running the football. He's distributing the football, but he's not making mistakes. And that offense is is, is uh, converting on third down. They're making spectacular plays. They're, they're staying aggressive in that game. And I'm Patrick Mahomes. I'm saying I got to come out in the 4 p.m. I guess, and and I got to ball out to be in the driver's seat for this thing. I think I think Jalen Hurts put himself in the driver's seat for the MVP 
over the last two weeks. I really do. These have been impressive weeks, and they're the difference, you know, the way that he plays relative to the way Dak played. Uh, Dak yesterday wasn't great, okay? Like, sticking to that game for a second, I mean, he was a little bit off, like, early. He missed Gallup for a touchdown, you know. Little things like if you're a Cowboys fan, you know what I'm talking about. There's a throw to Pollard where Pollard's streaking in the, you know, in the flat. Uh, he's five yards down the field, and he hits him, but he's low, so like it's third and ten, and with Pollard's speed, stride, he probably picks yeah. up another five yards, and that's the first down. It's little things like that. It's missing Gallup on the first drive. Um, you know, there were some picks in this game. Obviously, the pick at the end of the game, but the game-winning drive for Dak to give him credit. A win is a win, and they go down and they get that win. They actually got away with a false start. If you watch that game, you know what I'm talking about. On first down, down there in the red zone, before they scored it to take the lead and win the game, they get away with a false start. Um, the the big question is going to be for Houston. Should they have gone for it, you know, uh, up three late in that game? Do you are you familiar with this situation? I was I wondering what it. you thought. What do you think? You think they should go for that and try to put them away and get up ten? I think so, just because you're one, one, ten, and one. But I do too. The whatever the play ended up being, I wouldn't have gone with that. No, and here's the thing: from Ho- the three, Hollow Man, Jeff Driscoll. Running the wrong way on a fucking speed option with the game on the line. Yep. And a big tip of the cap to Demarcus Lawrence on third down who makes a big play. But, you know, Driscoll um, could not get his big ass in the end zone, so to speak. <laughs> you know? Uh, Kyle, have you seen Jeff Driscoll's ass? Large. Oh, Jesus Christ. Can we pull it up? Can we pull up a picture of Jeff Driscoll's ass? You see I sent you a picture of Jimmy G's ass this week? No, I, I, I'm oh. not interested. Well, you're not interested. Look at Jeff Driscoll. That's fake. Wow. Bro, it looks photoshopped. <laughs> Just back into the end zone. The guy, they, they got. What a dumper! Yeah, they got to. He's got to take the. You know how everybody sits side by side on the plane, and you could the armrest. You can, you can, you can pull him up. He's got to sit. You need two Does seats. Does Driscoll have any relatives? Okay. <laughs> I mean, I don't know that it goes out so much. It's like back. Like he's Bro, got like a. He's I just on the for research purposes. There's a YouTube guy who's got a fake butt that he puts on yes. and he runs around and does all this funny shit. Boarding tricks. Yeah, he's shirt. essentially just dressed up like Jeff Driscoll. Okay, we've talked about Jeff Driscoll's ass, his dumper for a minute. Let's talk about uh, the decision to go up ten, dude. Uh, I thought that was the right decision. You know, Devils Advocate, Houston fans. If there are Houston fans that are concerned with winning games right now, they 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 might say, hey, they had the ball, uh, you know, at the midfield with uh you know under a minute to go and they have a chance to kick the the ball they they'd be up one and not and not down or they'd be down one not uh, not down four or whatever right. it was um i i think you still try to win that game pierce is a fucking load as you went back and watched through that game man like there were times where Vander Esch stood him up, and then there'd be four reinforcements that would come and they blow the whistle seven times and pierce comes out of the pile he's still standing up he bro he targeted Hooker, you know the 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 Hooker guy for for yeah. uh, bro. Like he he, I know you want to laugh, but you keep it. He he put his head down and like drilled him in the side of the head. Like Damian Pierce is dangerous running the football. He's gonna be fun for years to come. I hope they don't burn him out there. And I want to shout out. I don't know how to say that. a a, a crackwo. Crackwo. How do you say that guy's name? Read for the the Texans. He had a huge sack late in the game on Dak Prescott. He had a forced fumble that preceded the uh, the, the pick. Okoronkwo. And that's the thing. People don't know these guys. Oh, Petrie played well. Oh, Jalen Petrie. He played really well. He, he was hitting. He had a huge PBU late in that game. So 
Texans for the second week in a row. I know I'm taking up airtime, valuable airtime, talking about the Texans, but they should be commended for how hard that defense is playing. What they shouldn't be commended for is this fucking quarterback rotating system. Yeah. Keep Davis Mills in. Just like figure, no, maybe keep Jeff Driscoll in. He, other than the speed option, you know, Amari Rogers. Big neck. That's that all connection. I want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you put Davis Mills neck <laughs> with Jeff Driscoll's ass, you can't be like lose. Superhuman. Two quarterbacks. You got two quarterbacks, and hey. that's what Lovey Smith knows. That's why he's playing both of them. Hey, you know what they say? You got two quarterbacks. Your next one's currently at Alabama. Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah that's good. Yeah, yeah. But Jeff Driscoll has unlocked something in Amari Rodgers. Uh, Jeff Driscoll's uh, unlocked something in Amari Rodgers. Jeff Driscoll's like Pete Davidson. You know, like, why didn't all the hot Secret guys sauce. get Kate Beckinsdale? Why couldn't Aaron Rodgers make it work? Well, no, nah, Pete Davidson can make it work. Jeff Driscoll's the new Pete Davidson. That doesn't make a lot of sense. Diggs, late in this game, there was an interception on Hail Mary. I just wanted to that. fill you guys in. And he was fighting for the ball. He's, him so and his teammates selfish. were no, it's really not. Twitter afterwards. Where well, it gets selfish t- is tweeting. No, well, the issue is this. Because in, offense, in an offensive meeting, they said, you know, we know the defenders are supposed to knock the ball down yep. in that situation. Yep. Knock the ball down. Because mm-hmm. if you try to catch it, it could be tipped. We have a guy who's standing in the up-back position on every mm-hmm. Hail Mary who's ready for that selfish DB right. to try to make a play, and it tips into their hands. We've right. seen it a million times on tape. We watch it every Saturday and prep for games uh, before Sundays. And, yeah, man, it's just like something doesn't sit right with me about not the tweet is the tweet, and they were probably talking shit. I thought, I, yeah, I thought maybe it was an incentive thing, Kyle, but, it's, but, it's, but it's not because he's a rookie and you can only get playtime incentives. So at first I was like, well, damn, he needs his money. He just – I'm not saying he's selfish. He's I'm just saying competitive. He's competitive, and sometimes when you're really competitive, it looks selfish, but you're not being selfish. You're just like – Everybody's going to evaluate him based on how many picks he has. Yeah, you know, it's they all used to evaluate us based on how many sacks we had. Yeah. I remember I split a sack or I had a sack that James Laronitis probably easily could have said turned it in and had half of it, and I paid him. Yeah, I was like, don't turn it in, bro. Nice. I was like, if you want to take the take this money, and so he didn't turn it in because sacks don't make him money. Sacks make me money. Interceptions make him money. You know, the only thing that's wrong with that play is that number four for the Texans is standing right there. That's what I'm saying. And, that, and that's the thing that you mentioned is, how many times in defensive meetings do we hear, knock it down? Well, you're not in our meetings. You can probably hear it through the fucking wall. Yeah. It's a perfect way well, to we're end. yelling it too. It's a perfect way to end a shitty game, and I'm sure that's what was being talked about in the Dallas defensive room. Dan Quinn's like, guys, knock it down. I know you want the interception and everything. Dallas, last thing I'll say, it's sloppy game. Schultz dropped the pass in the end zone. Turpin muffed the punt. You know, they let Houston go two for one, had an opportunity to go two for one before the half. Um, they were bad down by the goal line one time. This was a bad game. They need to flush this and move forward. But I do think the Eagles are better than them. And I think it's evidenced by, I think it's no question by right what now. they did yesterday. I, Eagles, um, Brandon Graham had three sacks. He's just he's, sipping on the fountain of youth. He over is, there. dude. And, and, um, <laughs> and, and, uh, and, and uh, Hassan Reddick is now in double digits. First Eagle to have double digits in like 10 years. He's got Since freaky Connor looking Barwin. sacks. Connor Barwin. Chris, he's got freaky looking sacks. Yep. Every, every sack he gets, it looks like a strange John Bones yep. Jones knockout kick yep. or like a, you know, yep. great looking, looking sack. Unorthodox. Yeah. And the rushes, I mean. And the first thousand yard receiver they've had since Jeremy Macklin. So the Eagles have done all this. We won a Super Bowl. We did all this without with those things. And now awesome. they finally have them. It's, it's kind of like, damn, they have like real. Also yeah. the first 1,000-yard rusher since uh, Shady in 2014 as well. Hey, 13 football games. How many picks do you think Jalen Hurts has thrown? Four. Two. Three. Yeah. 
So, so, so we split. We're a <laughs> bad day for punters, though. Did you see the Australian style kick? The you Eagles? like that. You like the Australian. So funny to me, bro. The guy had hair <laughs> like uh, somebody. He looked like somebody. That punter looks like somebody who's like on the couch at gra in Grandma's Boy. Yes. And then he just like runs out there. They and wake like, him up to smoke the joint. Yeah, they like punt the ball. And he's like, I only know Australian rules football. <laughs> yeah. I'm just going to. I don't know that he dropped that. I think he had like a. Because he used to do rugby, right? And he's Scottish, yeah. for the record. He's a yeah. Scottish hammer. Scottish hammer. It'd be like, go, it it'd be, yeah. it'd be like going to Scotland and just, oh, I flubbed up. I Not did an American custom. Golf. He's had a rough few weeks. Yeah. It's, uh, it's been a bad We scene. don't need to talk about that game much more. The Eagles are fucking good. The, the Giants, the mask is coming off. Oh. And I said earlier this year, like, the Giants are maybe the new Titans. Bad week for the Titans. Yeah. All the Titans. I'll, is. I'll tell you how good the Eagles are. They're averaging 4.87 yards a carry. The defense is allowing 4.8 yards of pass. Mm. And here's a big one. yards rushing than allowing passing. And this is an amazing stat. The Giants came back in this game and were within striking distance to make this like a one-score game late. It was like there was a time when the, the live line jumped to 21 and a half. Okay? And then the Giants closed it when like 13 or something, had the ball, and the Eagles pulled away again. And I think that's really hard. Like in a football game, you can feel that tide coming to stem the tide and then flood it again, bro. Like, you know, like for, for, for the Giants, it was just like they were melting yeah, in front of our very coming, eyes. Yeah. Now well, that's, that's kind of what they showed earlier in the season, right? They, yep. they had the all season, they've had the amazing second quarter, mm -hmm. but their, you know, weeks three through eight, they allowed teams to kind of get within striking distance and yep. it would end a seven or, or 10 uh, within seven or 10. And then the last couple of weeks, we were, you know, we were like, that's something they'll need to improve on. Uh, into the playoffs, and they have. And one more thing, real quick, uh, on Dallas is that uh, Terrence Steele got hurt, and JP had to go in and play right tackle for a while. Uh, and that's not really his thing. Like when First he was in time Philly, right I, tackle since two thousand five. I never played him at right tackle in Philly, uh, and he just wasn't there a lot. And you know, he's played guard a little bit for them. I don't know. Terrence Steele is a big part of their run game. Um, not that JP can't move bodies. Tony Pollard. Did you see that jump cut? I know y'all didn't yeah, see the game, freak, but that yeah. jump cut was incredible. This guy is, I mean, he 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 gets the edge so fast. They've got know? two identities with those two backs. Uh, I like one more than the other. But they but they they have two identities, and sometimes you need to throw body blows before you can get the knockout mm -hmm. punch in. Um, and I've never been in a fight, so I couldn't tell you that. But uh, yeah. I, I will say that it's two different schemes. And as a blocker, when you've got a guy like Pollard versus a guy like Elliott, your blocking style, the plays change. You know, it's, yep. it's two different games you're playing inside. Okay, last – go ahead. The three NFC playoff matchups yeah. first weekend right now, Giants and Commies are, are glad that Seattle lost. It would be Giants at Vikings, Commanders at Niners, Cowboys at Buccaneers. <sighs> What a Vikings, uh, yeah, okay. Look out, Vikings. Yeah, look out, Cowboys. The Bucks are terrible, but look out, <laughs> Cowboys. I just feel like that's a look out, Cowboys, for some reason. God, that would be so Dallas. I, it would be uh, so Dallas. You know, anyways, the last NFC team we talked about uh, real quick before. I want to mention the Bills game before we get into our one words, but Tampa Bay, San Francisco. And it's all about Brock Purdy, man. Yeah, it's all about Brock Purdy, man. Like so athletic really and creative. Like he look, he some guys look like they're a deer in the headlights under pressure, particularly early in their career at quarterback. But Brock Purdy goes out there and he looks like he's been practicing against the first, against, the number against one the Niners deep. defense. It looks like he's been practicing against the Niners defense his whole career. Well, there's a couple things here. First off, isn't it amazing? And this is a testament to how hard it is to evaluate quarterbacks. 
You draft Trey Lance, like you give up. Ironically, this is the, the, the offense you don't need a quarterback. Any will do, right? But you give up a million picks to go get one. He's not really the guy. Like, we're not sure. It didn't look like the guy. Uh, and then you draft Brock Purdy literally last in the draft. And this kid looks like fucking Joe Montana at times out there. And uh, and it's just, it's and he's been on your roster all year long. When Trey Lance got hurt, there wasn't a single talk about Brock Purdy. Nobody talked about Brock Purdy. You know, usually you'll hear something from in the building. If they knew he was this good, they'd have played him. Yeah. But you just don't know. And that's the thing about, like, between the white lines, you just don't know what's going to happen. And last week I thought he played like he was a guest at, at somebody's house, right? Like, he, he was, like, making sure everything was in order. Like, I don't want to break anything. That's a great point. Like, you know, like, I'm going to turn, you know, turn the bathroom fan on, mm. you know. Spritzer, the, the smell the, good. The towel back, fold it perfectly. Yeah. Um, this week he was like feet up. This is my fucking house, mm-hmm. man. He just took, he was taking shots. He was, that throw to, uh, to Christian McCaffrey off his back foot was swaggy, Kyle. A lot of it was swaggy. And I mean, even the celebrations, you can see how much this team loves him. Every time he scores, they just hand him the football. They're and, like, take it back. And he can Do run. Again. And yeah. he can run, Kyle. He, he can run. He's athletic. And, you know, I, I'm guilty of not watching but Iowa State, but. I, I should have watched him at Ohio or Iowa State because he is a monster. These guys are so dangerous, and I and I'm thinking we talked about Jared Goff playing himself into not being in question for next year. Like Brock Purdy, dude. Yeah, I've seen it a game and a half. He's got I'm an like, opportunity. I'm pretty much sold. He's I'm got like, an opportunity here down the stretch. But I mean, like we could, they could figure some things out about this kid. Nick he Mullins. might be playing well, huh? Nick o- Mullins. Old People really like Nick Mullins there for. I don't know. Half. This feels like the the, 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 st- the stakes in these two games. You know, that was a big Dolphins game, right? And he had no time to get ready. And then this week, you know, that's a very good defense. And right off the bat, Neil, the first play of the game. Like, it was like Neil was like, I'm going to hurt this kid. Like, hey, I got a free run at this kid. Who else is playing quarterback for San Francisco today? And he just, he he, he took a big, uh, deep breath, got up, and, you know, continued to be aggressive. I, the throw he made evading Shoyinka, am I saying his name right? I'm going to, because he's a good player. I want to get this. JTS. That's what I'm going to call him. JTS. He's evading JTS. Uh, and he beats Debo on that boot. You know the boot play I'm talking about? He, he turns to fire, and, and JTS is in his face, and he evades him, and he's off one leg to, to Debo. You're just like, wow. Like, these are good throws. The, the touchdown deep in the red zone, I mean, he did throw the ball into triple coverage up 21 nothing, but he responded the very next play was the shot to Ayuk with a face full of somebody. Uh, pumps right before he gets hit, throws the ball to Ayuk. Like, this guy's exciting. Now the Debo Samuel injury is is scary, but he's not out for the season. So uh, you know you can get him back. This team is resi- they just beat the doors off this Bucks team, and who's not good. But this is the NFL. They've outscored the uh, the forty now forty niners have now outscored the Bucks uh, and the Dolphins sixty eight to twenty four. So a quick hollow man, real quick, Tom Brady. For you know, obviously the game and everything, but he bought 150 tickets at that stadium. It's a homecoming of sorts, <laughs> oh, geez, right? Man. Bless you, Kyle. I was a little choked up. Bless you, That's Tom. Where he's from <laughs> Tom Brady. He's from there. He's 150 from tickets. The like Mateans. one out of every 450 people in that stadium was one of a Tom Brady family member, and that's the performance. And then after the game, Dre, Dre Greenlaw <laughs> is, this is like, me. can you sign this? intercepted football. I want to talk about, yeah. What is do you think about break? that? Is it a code break? 
Um, I think it depends on how it. I would have sent it to him in the locker room. Yes. But I know Dre's not thinking about that. Dre's just like, fuck Tom Brady, man. Like, I picked him up. This is cool. The compliment is in the action, but it doesn't feel like a compliment after, you know, people aren't picking off Sam Darnold like, hey. Put your... It could be soon, though. Yeah, pretty soon. I it happened don't with know. the Jets, too, last year. Hey, grandkids, let me cut on this old film of a football game in 2022 where I picked off the greatest quarterback no, I think it's play. great, but what I'm saying is how you solicit the autograph. I know, I just don't want I don't want his autograph on the ball. Oh, you don't want it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's oh, my ball. Oh, I do. It was his. I do. It's really? cool. It's cool. Drake Greenlaw's had a couple good weeks too, by the way. Uh, really cool thing about footballs that, you know, like uh souvenirs that yeah. you get. Um first off, did you know that they rub it down with Delaware, Delaware River mud? That's what they use. Oh, that's interesting. First off, Phil Sims taught me that yesterday. <laughs> And uh, the other thing is, you wouldn't need Tom Brady to sign it. I suddenly don't believe it's true. (laughs) You wouldn't need Tom Brady to sign it because each team has their insignia on each ball. So if I'm on the Niners and I pick off a Buccaneers quarterback, it'll be a Buccaneers football. Yeah, but think about what this is going for on eBay. Tom Brady autograph football. You're right. So, and another thing is, Tom Brady has done everything with class this year. Somebody tell me something he's done that was, I mean. You all know, the yelling. on Microsoft Surfaces? <laughs> all the yelling. No, he was even nice to the, the, like yesterday, the way he slammed that Surface was like, fuck. You know, like back in New England, it was like, fuck. And now it's like, fuck. Because he knows, it's like, it's over, dude. Like, not his career, but yeah. the we're honey, on the to New England. The honeymoon phase in Tampa Bay is over. We're on to New England. I mean, dissolved his marriage, what about the kids? What do you mean? I mean, what, what were you saying? He's being classy. Classy. Yeah. You're on Giselle's side. Okay. I'm thinking about the kids. Oh, flip this around. Yeah, flip this around. I'm uh, I'm married to a U.S. Women's National player. Okay. U.S. Women's National Team player. Say Carly Lloyd's husband says, uh, "Unless you retire from the thing that you love, I'm divorcing you." How would that go over, player? Riddle me that. Slender Whose man. fault is that? Tom's just been yelling at everybody, okay. man. That's not an answer. I Tom Brady. I couldn't really follow the analogy. I, I need a second. What quality. is it? I couldn't follow the analogy. What just analogy? Do a gender Carly swap. Lo- the Carly Lloyd thing. I'm saying like everybody's on Tom. How is he the villain for continuing to to work? Yeah, you know. Um, you just try to work it out, you know. <laughs> okay, so Tom Brady's been all class. Uh, <laughs> <sighs> well, okay. Then what about the yelling? All the yelling. Guy's you know? a yeller. Old Yeller. That's Passionate. what they call Guys old Yeller. Guys, yeah, legitimately <laughs> old, le- old Yeller. <laughs> Guys, Bills survived. They survived. And, uh, you know, like, I have that as the headline, but the headline to me is Mike White. Like, you know, hey, the Bills beat a team that they were supposed to beat. They were favored by 10 points. They got a backup quarterback, right? That defense played great. They, they absolutely peppered Mike White. I mean, he was he was in Buddy Lee mode. He just kept getting up. It was incredible. Leslie Frazier was pressing all the buttons in the elevator for like you know sending guys at Mike White. It's yes. Like without Von Miller, you don't you don't just press the first floor like you usually do. It's like oh, let's go two through nineteen. Let's now. get exotic. But yeah. also, I think the D line, Shaq Lawson, Rousseau, they Rousseau's great. They took it personal, like you know, and I don't mean that. I don't, Sometimes you hear all week, hey, it's this guy. It's just this guy. Yes. And, you know, hey, Von Miller's out. What are we going to do now? They're not even going to be able to hit the quarterback. Like, they fucking tattooed this cat. Joe Flacco came in. He fumbled the ball. But Mike White, when he when he kept getting up, I just kept thinking to myself, boy, I hope this works out because he is perfect 
for for Jets fans. It was, like it was the classic boxing movie where the main character keeps keeps getting knocked onto the fucking. That's mat what it was. I was looking for a boxing movie. You're like it's a boxing movie, right? Yeah. Cinderella yeah. Man. It's like how many times are you gonna get exactly. his fucking ass kicked? Something like that. And people, he just gets up, and the guys are like, "See, Mike White. Yes. You know, it's the, the the prophecy is true." <laughs> but honestly, but honestly, like I worried about his health. Yes, yeah. he left in the second quarter the after the uh, after mm-hmm. getting broken in half. Matt nearly. Milano. Yep, he came back two plays later. Then he was hitting the ribs again in the third quarter, and he left for x-rays, returned at the start of the fourth quarter to finish the game. Immediately after the game, he was taken to the hospital for um, to for evaluation in, uh, for internal injuries. He was uh, past all that and then flew home with the team. Tough as shit. Mike White, really tough. I believe um, it. I believe it. And also, like I know they've had trouble scoring, and that's the whole point. But watch the throws, man. Like he he came back in and and made some throws, like and he was bleeding internally. So imagine if they have a run game, a little bit. You know, Bam's been great, but you know, they're, on, they're in the third, fourth running back this year. Brees Hall was on the field. The whole thing, like Garrett Wilson's playing great. You know, um, they they uh, the Quinn Quinn and Williams injuries look like a calf, I guess. Calf sucks. Calves are the worst. I had a calf for like. A year and a half. Would you rather have a calf or a turf toe? Calf. Because turf, turf toe... Can't do anything. Can't do anything. Yeah. What about a back? You, you have a back every go. day. I got a back. I've had a back since I was... I've got a back today. You take BC powder before JV basketball games. I'm the king of having backs. I remember BC powder. Yeah. Sketchy looking substance. Yeah, I'd be at the water fountain just like BC powder down the gullet. I played a little tennis yesterday. Got yeah. a back today. You got a back today? Yeah. Fuck, man. Didn't stretch. We're all day today. The truth is we're all day today. Uh, but Ed Oliver just killed him. And, uh, and Ed and Oliver Matt is, Milano is killed a physical him and, mismatch, Chris, for, you know, if you've never had to block anybody, when they're that low to the ground and they move that well laterally and also they can bull rush, like it's one thing if you're playing a guy who attacks edges, but Ed, Ed Oliver sets up the edges with the bull rush down the middle. It's like blocking an odd job for you. It's like I remember Geno Atkins was a guy that I used yeah. to play against from the Bengals, and he was a phenomenal rusher. He did it in the, in the run game as well. But at rusher, he would threaten you with his density, and then he would attack edges with his quickness. Ed Oliver has that sudden uh, twitch. And he's, and he's a shorter guy. Yeah. So, I mean, like, uh, Mosley, yeah, Mosley, damn near, like, this was big. They were in this game of 0-0. We were headed to the first half in a few years that there was no scoring in the half. It was going to be 0-0. And the Bills, who were the best end-of-half teams from a scoring perspective, they opened the door for them with that Mosley offsides where he jumps over the center and tries to blow up a sneak or whatever it was. It was not a sneak. Um, not going to be snapped. The one thing, I want you to weigh in here, 20-9, uh, to Sala elects on fourth and one in low red to kick. Well, yeah, low I like. Red? I like. Well, it was the red. It was the yeah, red. Yeah. It was like fifth, okay. the fifteen yard line. It was um, pink. My problem with the red is I caught because in the NFL, in NFL circles, we start the high red like a little higher than fans do. Yeah, like the oh, 30. you're right. You're right. It's it's nine yard line. Yeah, nine yard line. So yep. that's the low red. So they're they're in the low red, um, and it's twenty to nine. And the question is because you're going to need a touchdown a field goal. You have timeouts. Are you kicking here and 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 foregoing the opportunity because you're afraid of the chance of getting stuffed and then the game's over? Or are you thinking, as I would, hey, let's score while we're down here 
Um, we're going to be playing for a field goal if we get the ball score back. Score while you can. That's what I would say. Score while game. you can because you never know what the next drive is going to hold for you. Extend you're, the and, game. And you're what, saying kick. Yeah. Oh, I'm going no, for I'm it. No, I'm going for it because when Go you have an it. opportunity and you're the lesser opponent, you've got to so, take the points when you can. You have to. Yeah, we, Dan, me and you couldn't be on the same staff. I'd be with Dan Campbell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'd be with Bill Belichick. That's the way he thinks of himself, honestly. You'd be with Brandon Staley. Yeah. Well, and then they go. They they force Buffalo into a three and out, so they get the ball back. That's and great. They, and what they do, they ran out of time. Four, four plays, zero yards. Well, I mean, four plays, seconds. zero time, zero yards. But think about this: you, your offense functions better if you know you got to get twenty five yards. You know, like hey, we got to put together two, three shots. You know, to get to midfield, and then we can try to kick a field goal, like one more out. I just don't like having to drive the whole field when you haven't scored touchdowns all day. Here's where I'm with yeah. you. It was fourth and one yeah, from four, the nine. That's what I mean. Yeah. That's baked into the question. Yeah. So it changes things for it's you now. You know the the. I, well, I was I was watching live. I'm a big I'm a big fourth football, and one, but fourth and one. That head. offensive line was getting tattooed that, the whole day, though. I mean, you can't. Fourth and three, I agree with you. Maybe fourth and four, I agree with you. Even a long two is tough, a but when two. you're in that situation, you got to go. No you such ju- thing you as had a just gone third and one, and then complete pass to Barrios. I'm an extend the game guy. Okay, I was I was curious what you would yeah. think. I know you're a headset guy. Yeah. Um, next, okay. Next week, Detroit at New York Jets. Who do you think's favored? Detroit. Uh, I think probably the Jets under yeah, a field it's goal. Away game. Away under game. a field goal. Yeah. Lions don't play well on the road. Right. And I think the Jets will win by one. Jets by a point and a half. I think that's about right. Jets by one. Yep. Yeah. I think Jets Lions. Lions win the game. We just let's make the Lions, dude. Yeah. Lions win the game. I also think there's gonna be a lot of action on the Lions. Yeah. I think that's where the money's going to be. That's where my Sadly. money is. My money might be on a J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, bets. Jets. Could be a pick em by Sunday. I hope they tie, bro. I don't want either of these teams out of the playoffs. You know, I'm not an athlete anymore per se. I did just join a softball league. Uh, but I'm a podcaster, and to podcasters, gut health is very important. My morning routine is very important. My breakfast is very important. Walking downstairs to the kitchen to the song Narco is very important to me, but nothing is more important than drinking AG1. I started taking AG1 because I wanted a supplement that actually tastes great, and I wanted to find a nutritional drink that could add to my daily routine to improve my gut health and energy. I just rip it open, and it's over with. I don't have to mix a bunch of stuff, it's easy. I've been on it for six months, and I love it. It doesn't taste like it's super healthy, which is a good thing, it tastes really good. It kind of has a mild tropical taste that I actually look forward to each morning. This is the best option for easy, optimal nutrition out there. You take one scoop of AG1 and you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source, superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop in a cup of water every day. That's it. It's that simple. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com greenlight. Again, that is athleticgreens.com greenlight to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. It's time to get your cuts essentials for next year. To us at Greenlight, nothing is more essential than some closet staples. That's why we go with Cuts. Not only are they some of the best clothes out there, but right now for the next few days only, they're running their 25 to 50% off site-wide sale. Cuts makes professional-looking performance apparel so you can feel comfortable at work or out on the town. 
Every cut shirt is designed to provide a perfectly tailored fit, and they're insanely comfortable. Cuts has perfected the art and science of men's shirts, so you can throw one on and look great without ever thinking twice about it. We've been seeing cuts everywhere lately, and especially on NFL Sunday with Joe Burrow, Rob Gronkowski, Patrick Mahomes, all the goats, they're rocking cuts. That's what they're doing these days. Cuts has totally revolutionized the traditional, outdated t-shirt category. They make it easy to mix and match styles and colors, so you can find the perfect style. Long sleeve Henley, no problem. Short sleeve crew neck, they've got it. Tees, hoodies, polos, and more are all available with Cuts. These are some of the best quality shirts you'll ever own, and they're engineered to last. These aren't fast fashion shirts, these are Cuts. Join hundreds and thousands of men who have already made the simple decision to elevate their wardrobe with Cuts. Get 25-50% to 50% off your first order by going to CutsClothing.com slash Greenlight. That's C-U-T-S Clothing.com slash Greenlight for up to 50% off the only shirt worth wearing. All right, Kyle, the one words, man. I put you on a couple of these games, Kyle. What are we starting with? Man, I wish I could do more than one word because they were there was uh, We usually do. There was, enjo- do there was can... enjoyment. Kansas City and Denver, what I saw was uh concern. Um, oh. I'm concerned a little bit uh for Patrick Mahomes and and Kansas City. Yeah, they put up a ton of points against a really good defense in the first half, but you watch the way that game ended and and Denver was able to scratch and claw their way back into it in large part because of three interceptions. First interception, um, he leaked it, laughed a little bit, probably sh- shouldn't have thrown the ball. Um, there was a Travis Kelsey intended target that got intercepted that was uh, in front of him. Kelsey could have sat down in the zone behind it. That's usually not an issue they have. Kelsey usually sits down where he's supposed to, and Pat puts it on him. The other was to Sky Moore. Another one where Sky Moore kept running through the zone. He's got to sit down a little bit. Uh, it's not as much concern for Patrick Mahomes, but the synergy the that we're feeling there. Yeah. Uh, I give tr- a tremendous amount of credit to the offensive line. Andy Hex group showed up in the second half and uh, took care of business. Pacheco ran the ball well the whole game. And the screen game, that should be the word, screen game, because Andy Reid, one thing that he really loves coaching, and he stands up during the meeting to coach this portion of the offense, it's the screens. And you look at the way they're able to get out of trouble when they need six to seven yards, they can go to Jarek McKinnon, who had a huge day over 100 yards, over like 140, something like that. Um, those are explosive plays. They're screen game, and they run them very well. And the other game that I was watching was the Cleveland-Cincinnati game. Uh, outside the numbers. That is my phrase. Because, That's uh, a good word. One Joe, phrase. Because Joe, Joe Burrow to Jamar Chase outside the numbers. It's 31 flavors of that. How can we get number one the football um, when the chips were down from a roster standpoint? You look at T. Higgins out, Boyd out, but Jamar Chase is still in. You still got a shot. The offensive line, also another group that took over the game in the second half with the running game. Uh, Love to see that from Cincinnati. My God, that defense played with their fucking hair on fire. Sam Hubbard was great with rush lane integrity, mm. keeping Deshaun under under uh, under control when he was trying to run. He was he was stacking the tackles as opposed to trying to win to one side, giving Deshaun an out. Uh, saw that the whole day. DJ Reader, huge. Mike Hilton, big. Jesse Bates, big plays time and time again. Um but really, the identity of this team is they play very hard and physical on defense, and they can throw to Jamar Chase at any given fucking time. Uh, credit to those guys. You know, Kyle, um, that was a good job. I, I um, 
the Deshaun Watson stuff, and by the stuff, I mean he's not very good at football right now. He looked a lot. I will say this. I he looked better than last week. He got better. It was a tale of two halves with Deshaun Watson. You got to hope this is rough. He looked to be more confident. If you're a Browns fan, if you're a Browns fan, why? But if you are still a Browns fan, you got to hope this is rust. Uh, yeah, we, we kind of hit we kind of hit Baltimore, Pittsburgh. I mean, uh, hey, listen, uh, ugh. It, ugh, that's right. Uh, uh, but my word is bad, as in Mitch Trubisky is bad. Respectfully, that was awful. Mm. I mean, he that's awful. I thought, hey, I thought when the backup comes in, then we're supposed to be on our P's and Q's. Everybody's that's what I solid. thought too. And they moved the ball pretty well with him in the game, but then they didn't. Yeah, then they didn't. Uh, Hey, hey, what was he? What was he? What was he? What was he? 22 of 30, but when you account for the three picks, 25 of 30, mm-hmm, ball's mm-hmm. not hitting the ground with yeah, Mr. Biscuit. Not a lot. Yeah, so that's not so bad. Running clock. Running clock. It's good for viewing experience. I, I Listen, the game sucked. Oh, it sucked. Okay. You know, those games used to be more fun. Like, you were like, oh, yeah, Baltimore and Pittsburgh, they're going to kill each other in yeah. prime time out here. It's going to be a lot of fun. Like, now it's kind of like, oh, they're going to not score a lot. You know, TJ Watts like I got to deal with three tight ends and yep. running back chipping every fucking play. Yep. The game's no fun to play in. So Seahawks Panthers, we we've kind of hit that. I mean, you know, a big win for the Panthers and Sam Darnold actually played pretty well. It's fun to watch him. And we had of, an interesting viewing of that so, game. So this is this is my thing. I don't know if you guys, well, Reed and Matt were with me. I don't know if you watched this game. Yeah, I did. I watched the game and I was like, at first it came on, I was like, I don't know if I like. Within five minutes, I had it as my Bevel Conway. Dude! Yes, it's my Bevel Conway. Cool Sneaky. colors. Sneaky. Because it's like the first de- the, the first in 10 graphic matches the teal on the Panthers uniform. The Panthers uniforms could be so much better. Yes. You know, Seahawks uniforms, in my opinion, can sometimes be better. But the grayscale, yes. that, that, that just the whole field was gray. The sky's gray. The field's gray. The field turf looks like concrete. It's fucking, it's the teal. It's the blue. It's the it's the classic one that I was like, man, I don't. You remember in the office when they were talking about Hillary Swank? Mm. Yeah, the Office the TV show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what the Office the TV show. Yeah. That's what you had to go back through your database. But they were like trying to decide if Hillary Swank was hot. Hillary Swank is hot. Mm-hmm. This yep. field is hot and a good this, fighter. Th- this, yeah. She, well, until she wasn't. Until she's not. But thankfully, that was just fictional character, Kyle. She's still with us. Um, <laughs> You know, I smoked a damn strain called Million Dollar Baby, and oh. there was a moment where I was like, "Oh, I get it now." I die now. No, I just, I just, I just stare at the, the <laughs> I stare at Clint Eastwood <laughs> or whoever What's the you comatose. Yeah, basically, I was like, "Damn, that's kind of a <laughs> fucked up name of a strain." But anyways, this is the the classic. It's like in the office where they're trying to decide if Hillary Swank's hot. Like, it took me four minutes to decide that this f- field was beautiful to look at. These two, it was like. Um, it was like the Riptide Rush version of of a football game. It, it was, was like, like a all major the, league lacrosse matchup. No, it was like the alternate colorway of like it was like all the cool blues and the, the little shades of gray and the. It was like the, all those Gatorades. That that the Arctic the, the Arctic series of Gatorades. Yeah, yeah, it was beautiful. I was what obsessed blue do with we that call game. the Carolina Panthers blue? Carolina teal. blue. No, it's not Carolina blue. It's teal. But it's the Carolina's blue though. Teal? I know. Yeah, it's teal. <laughs> Is it teal? I think it's actually literally called Carolina Blue, but I'm with you. It's not Carolina. It's blue. not Carolina Blue. Carolina Blue is that teal, bro? I'm just you telling you are, what I'm telling you what reality. You guys is. are thinking about Coastal Carolina, the Chanticleers. They have teal. So so do the Panthers. Shant- it's literally the same. It's the same color blue. <laughs> Look at that. All I'm saying is 
the 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 black white silver whatever this blue is is making up for is making a bad uniform the the helmet stripes that diverge are awful the yeah. shoulder stripes are bad the small numbers on the shoulder are bad <laughs> yeah. but yeah. but it works because of the colors yeah did you guys create that's why i was uniforms? a panthers fan when i was a kid when you yeah. guys played madden do you create bro, your own uniform i got to create our own uniforms for our aau baseball team bro the hilltoppers yeah and guess that. what color they were carolina blue they were teal Sky or blue. carolina blue it was Sky they were more carolina blue <laughs> i'm sticking to my guns yeah. here do you see what brought up when I said teal though? I don't, and I say this so respectfully. No, no, no I don't. Like, I'm I mean, not like, sure I, if you know I what can't teal feel is. I do know what teal is. Coastal Carolina. Yeah, I think. Teal. Yeah, I agree with you. Okay, yeah, Coastal Carolina is more that color. Okay, but they're not Carolina blue. See, like that's Car more Carolina blue is powder blue. Right. That that right. Carolina is it no, does that, not show you're up thinking as thinking about Tar Heel blue. Oh Jesus Christ! No, no, Why don't no. You guys, go work for Benjamin Moore. You're right. I just I really don't know what that color is. It's like uh, I know who Benjamin Moore is, but it's not Carolina blue. Correct. Okay, agree. Kyle, yeah, he's over there tripping. Fuck off. Well, both he is. Did you? Did, are you? Are you looking? I mean, that's a that's. I don't a, have to look. I look inwardly when I think about. Well, colors. why don't you look inwardly and give us some some mentions here, guys? Oh, I got some mentions here. Some I got them written Miller down right here on mentions. this Carolina white piece of paper. One word for Seahawks, Panthers. Sure, playoffs. Playoffs. Panthers got home Steelers, home Lions at Bucks at Saints. That's doable. They're gonna win these games. You guys are big look ahead guys. Miller Light mentions, yeah, love it's just part of the reciting business. the I hate looking ahead. That's why I don't. Pl people, I don't do people kill so much time looking ahead in this business. Mm -hmm. uh, so I've got a worst flight, best flight. Should we start Read there? Read the schedule. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. All right. Oh, yeah. So my worst flight is anything leaving the state of California. It's bad. Fucking sucked. Yeah. Dolphins. Tom Brady. Yeah. It's all trash. Oh, you forgot my worst flight here, the Raiders. Trash. That flight might be short, but mm. that is hell on earth leaving that stadium after Baker Mayfield goes 98 yards. Anything leaving California? He's been this in week. the building for 36 hours. 36 hours. 36 hours. Blacked out. Went out and just blacked out. Yep. Um, my best flight is Carolina back from Seattle. It's got to be right. You're 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 starting to. It's a long one. It's a long starting one. to garner some respect, though. But you you know the feeling of being on a plane after a huge win. It's a time capsule. Time you're froze a wrinkle in time. Mm -hmm. uh, you're up there, and it's it's honestly like a core memory for me. Some of the big wins we didn't have a lot of them, but big wins, long flights, particularly coming from the West Coast, feels really good, man, to celebrate with your team. It does feel good, um, and Just, to get there, and it's like this moment isn't going to last forever. So drinking right, O'Doul's. Watching it on the iPad, Playing six board guys, games. six guys in the aisle, leaned yeah. over one seat, watching on the iPad. That's what I remember. Non-alcoholic beer. There was a 13-year stretch for uh, Virginia football where there were four happy plane rides in 13 years. Incredible. Yeah, one other games, but they were bus rides, <laughs> and you had to deal with those. Yeah, but you, but to Kyle's point, you do remember the happy ones. Yeah, you remember the happy ones, bro. Yeah, I, I, I would say best plane ride Jags. It's a team that I know Doug's having fun. Doug's a big, like, walk back to the back of the plane, lean on your chair, and be like, how we doing, guys? <laughs> and, like, in a good way, not annoying. And we made fun of Trevor Lawrence. We gave them the worst flight a couple like yeah. couple months ago, yeah. early in the season, and I said, what is Goldilocks doing? But Goldilocks, he's coming around. He's flying. He was flying Spirit Airlines, and now he's on. He might be flying the damn plane. Emirates. <laughs> Got a little fucking bed. Go ahead. My best is Kansas City. Yeah. Short flight. Short. Tied, only go down. Only go down. He loves that. <laughs> tied for first it's place. Lane. <laughs> tied for first place in the AFC with Buffalo, all right? The, uh, it's too late. The, uh, the alternative would have been a three-way tie with Cincy and Baltimore at 9-4. and four. At Houston's next, 
because of this little scare from mm-hmm. the Broncos, you probably won't underestimate Houston, especially what they did in Dallas, mm-hmm. followed by two games in a row at home. My worst is going to be Tampa Bay as well. Um, there, you can still fire the coach, yeah? The, 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 you're in first place in the division. You need something. Mm-hmm. It's not going to come from personnel unless you do something on the sidelines. Fire the coach. I think in the first coach. Place. I think the coach is bad. Is that is that unprecedented? Fire the coach. Firing a coach in first place in December probably. Yeah, well, like, you got. That's like you what got, the Bears did to Lovey Smith. You get six days Way till Hanukkah. When. I would. It gets kind of insensitive to ho- uh, fire people I'd during the ho- holidays. Do it, do it right now. I do it today. Yeah. You're gonna do it right before You're they start flight? burning that candle. <laughs> There's a lot of candles, Kyle. The, um, One candle, eight days. I think they're eight candles. There's eight candles, Kyle. To to. That's symbol. a good question. Is it one candle or is it eight because, candles on one candle because holder? The real it's miracle. Eight it's eight candles, yes. The real miracle is that, the, is, is that the, <laughs> I was trying to give that the, the candle lasted eight days. I know that. Yeah. You know, they make fun yeah. of Christianity because they're like, you guys have a superhero as yeah. your leader. Yeah, we, we got a candle. We got we, candles. Like, yeah. Well, Todd Bowles has the job for another uh, eight days. Well, no. He's, I actually think the menorah has nine candles. I think there's one in the middle. And so I'm talking nine. about the one middle. It's nine. Yeah, you're thinking about the middle candle. <laughs> the big candle. So I would fire the middle candle, Todd Bowles, and promote one of the exterior one of the other candles. It would give more coach. oxygen to the smaller exactly. candles. Yeah. Exactly right. Yeah. I like this, guys. Mm. Tom Bradle's Tom Bradle. Tom Bradle. He's, he's, he's spinning. He's we spinning right now. His head's spinning. Bradle. Yeah. Bradle, Bradle, Tom Bradle. Bradle. Um, no, you only got a couple. I love latkes since we're here. They're great. Yeah. I love latkes. Yeah. I would imagine the Schwartz brothers make a mean latke. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I'm, what if I just show up to their house for Hanukkah? Jeff. And I'm like, guys, I'm. guys, I'm here. I want to see what it's all about. <laughs> you got to welcome me and shit like that. Okay, we've been on Hanukkah a while. Well, I okay. respect any 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 religion that they're like, we're we're not doing a holiday in one day. We're gonna stretch this bad boy out. Multiple presents. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, fly on the wall. Fly on the wall. Uh, I gotta fly on the wall. Sure. Uh, I I would love because you know now that uh, Brock Purdy's been in for a week and a half with the Niners, I would have loved to have been uh, passenger seat in his truck or car, whatever. When he got in, you know, uh, after the after the game last <laughs> night, he gets in his car. And you can finally take a deep breath. There's no cameras on him. Nobody's uh, hounding him. Who's the you know? What's his first call? What's that like? Does he call his buddy? And did you just fucking see that? That's my fly on the wall. I'd love to be hanging out with Brock Purdy after the come down. I would go to see Chris in St. Louis. And um, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> no, no, no. They always won. They always they they really did. They really did. Huh. But 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 we rode home um, one game. And and the we just put the windows down, and there was born in the USA cranking. Was there? Yeah, and uh, in driving pretty fast. Yeah, and it was just fun. Yeah, a little victory Monday. Driving past that like Budweiser, a uh, big Budweiser sign yeah. downtown. Yeah, whether you're in a and car then, or a plane, it's like. And fun. then you said we're gonna go to a place called Pepper. Pepper Lounge. Yeah, every time. Yep. I hope Brock Pur- Purdy has a Pepper Lounge. Hey. I'll 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 uh, join you um, to a degree. Fly on the wall, getting Baker up to speed in in forty eight hours. I really want to know if the terminology yeah. is legitimately that difficult, or if it's like, hey, this is what you called it there. This is what we call it here. That's exactly what it is. Say whatever the hell you want. You would want. say this route. Do you see it on the board? What did you guys call that? <laughs> right. Well, this is what we call it. Or yeah, we call it the same thing. Yeah. 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 <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Yeah, because then they go to hurry up offense and to to go spike the ball, and their center and, and the and the quarterback they don't even they don't even know the snap count to get it out, yeah. and the center's got to turn around and tell them. So it's like that stuff gets glossed over during the week. Yeah, but the concepts are there. Mm-hmm. Fly on the wall, and Damn. it's the same offensive line language that he had in Cleveland, so that made the transition. He knows a how the blitzes easier. are getting picked up. I'd love, I'd love to know what Dan Campbell's thinking about Jared Goff. I'd lo- I'd love to know that yeah. they know exactly what they want to do there. Yeah. They want to know what they want to do there. They know. Um, Dan knows. Let me let me give you one more. The conversation, because in the postgame it sounded like you didn't like it, the conversation about giving Baker the number 17, because there are a lot of single-digit numbers available in L.A., including number six, and somebody gave him grief about 17. He was like, yeah, I'm going to have to talk to somebody about this. Who, like, McVay did? No, no, no. Baker was like, I don't like, I don't like oh, yeah, 17. Yeah. Well, it doesn't look good. Can't look change good. it. That, that's but just not a good uniform on Baker, the, but there's a question. Can you change it? Can't change it. Want to know? Too can late. you change it? No. no yeah, Too late. Yeah, you got to stick with it. Yeah, stick with 17. Next year, you could, if you're back, you could okay. you could do this. I mean, they're not going to do anything. Nobody would probably notice if he slips on I the wonder six. if Baker's going to be there next year. <laughs> well, you got a month to prove it. It's not like they scored a lot of points. It was the Raiders. It's true. Not like he has anybody to throw to either. Um, what's like, next? Anything else? Oh. Still mm. uh, hold on. Other Bevel Conways from those of you that haven't. Yeah, I have it. a Bevel Conway. Mine's going to be the uh, Tampa Bay and San Francisco game because there's different shades of red, 50 shades <laughs> of red. I'm getting down with that San Francisco uh, uniform. Yeah. It's taking you a while. It took me a while. The pewter I'm is terrible, up. though. I'm growing up, I think. Pewter's awful. One of the worst colors. I'm going, uh, you gave yours. Yeah, Panther Seahawks. Yeah. I'm going to Army Black Knights. Now, um, the the. Sp- are we calling it splatter or spatter? Blood is spatter, but pain is splatter. Speckled. Yeah, splatter. Speckled? Splatter. So that's Not a risk. Spangled. That's a risk. It's um. Stars. It's um. That's a risk. That's risky. Hear what I'm saying? Mm. Hear the words? Mm-hmm. Smell what I'm stepping in? Yeah, yeah. Every everything else was beautiful, mm-hmm. especially the number font. Those are the prettiest numbers I've ever seen. I was on Fanatics looking at army gear after that. I, game. I bid on a helmet at uh, a NASA helmet? Rising. No, I got a, an uh, army helmet I for the, the NASA studio. One. Hey. An army helmet. It's got the big. Uh, it's got a black knight with a with a fucking. He's jousting. And there's a big horse. Sick. They it, it, on you the know helmet. What? It's like airbrushed. We'll have it here Kinda in the looks studio. Like a UCF. Yeah, but like if UCF was on the juice. Hey, guys, you all can't get this because I'm going to get it. And I, I know you know I'm not a big uh, USA guy, but I'm going to wear like this sweatshirt. That's stolen valor. That's a beautiful sweatshirt. Look at it in black. Look at that. That's a beautiful sweatshirt. Do so, you know that, Are you trying to get uh, thank you for your services at Bodo's? Or? No, not really. I just are think you, Oh, are you going to cut the America off that? There's no A? Remember they got mad at the, the soccer coach who was like the subject of a Fox News article because... <laughs> He said that Nike had a line that said the states. Right. Guy hated America. I'm just going to take the little dots out of that in the U.S. and just going to say us because I'm a big us guy. No question. Yes, not, you I'm are. not a me. I'm yes, a, you are. I'm an us. Yep. Yeah, I'm a we. Yep. So Macon gave his game ball to Jared Goff, who you guys got. <laughs> I'm going to give my game ball to Evan Ingram. And uh, Reed, what were the stats there for Evan Ingram? Because he went off. 11, 162, two touchdowns, and 42, uh, sorry, 47 yards over expected. He I hates mean, Evan Ingram. Kyle's well, looking at me like, Evan how could you? Evan Ingram, he's, you know, he's found his forever home, Trevor Lawrence. Forever home. He's awesome. However many yards you just said, that's probably more than he's received in his entire career. 
God can't catch a cold. But he had a great game. Great game. Game ball. Um, I'll give it to Justin Herbert. Boring, chalky, but that really was like a, a – this was a take machine. This is – like it, this – there was so much pressure on him last night to perform. He knows he's better. But everybody's hurt. Yeah. You're, you're the Chargers. People are telling you you got the wrong coach. Just wait till they bring your guy in. He played. He played great. Yeah. He played great. St. Louis Memorial Frank Gore Award balling in obscurity. Jerry Judy. There you go, Cowboy. Eight for seventy-three and three tutties. Patrick. Three tutties. Damn. We won't mention the uh, the interaction he had with the referee. You know, the ref knew he was at fault. That's why there wasn't an ejection. That's exactly I want right. to give it to the Petri guy, or Petri guy yeah. uh, down there in Jaylen. Houston. That guy yep. was all over the damn place. I'm going to yep. give my St. Louis Memorial Award to DJ Reader in the middle mm. of that Cincinnati Bengals defense. Good game, DJ. Mm. Sweet. And Macon, you're right. 162 is by far the most uh, receiving yards, Evan Ingram. His third career 100-yard receiving game. Yeah, I was trying to say, like, more than what he had combined. I was just trying to be mean and hyperbolic. He, look, Evan Ingram has that in him. He could be excellent. He just wasn't in New York. I hope he continues to be in Jacksonville. And by continue, I mean this game and moving forward. So there wasn't anything before this game either. Gentlemen, before, that was good. Start your engines. <laughs>